Hello and welcome to the Midweeks with Pastor Rob. Today we're going to be continuing the series called By Faith, which is walking through Hebrews 11. And we're going to begin looking at the life of Moses in verse 23 of this chapter. By faith, Moses, when he was born, was hidden for three months by his parents because they saw that the child was beautiful and they were not afraid of the king's edict. If you remember from the book of Exodus, Jacob went down into Egypt to be with Joseph, and he brought about 70 people with him. And it wasn't long before God's blessing to increase and multiply his people was taking a major effect, and the Israelite people grew and grew and grew and grew to the point where the Egyptians felt very threatened by them and were worried that one day if an enemy army came that the Israelites would defect and turn against the Egyptians and fight against them and destroy them. And so they started to bring out policies to suppress their strength, whether it was turning them into slaves and making them do slave labor, or they then had a anti-boy policy where they commanded the Egyptian midwives to kill any boys that were born to the Israelites. But the Egyptian midwives feared God and they refused to do it. And so God blessed them and gave them families of their own. But then what Pharaoh did is he made a nationwide state policy that the entire nation was to kill any boys who were born to the Israelites. Then at the beginning of chapter 2, the Bible says that there was a Levite who took a wife. We learn later that his name was Amram and her name was Yehebed, but we don't know their names right off the bat. But... You know, we can just read that and think, oh, yeah, they got married. But no, 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 no. This is a huge act of faith. When you live in a country where the king and all the people, that's their business and their decision that they're going to try to kill any sons you have, um, it would be so easy to get afraid and just give up on marriage. You know, there was no contraceptives back then. So if you got married, you were going to have kids. And every time there was a 50-50 chance that the child you were going to have would be killed. And so for many people, I'm sure that reality was absolutely crushing and would have kept them from even seeking to want to have children. Plus, it looked like many, many, many of the parents didn't find a way around what happened and that many of the boys were killed so that the parents were either robbed of their children or were somehow complicit in it or surrendered to it. I'm not sure what. But here we have Amram, this man of faith, and his wife, this woman of faith, and they they get married under this legal condition that their sons would die and they have children. So this is already a huge act of faith, and Moses is being born into a family of faith, and even though he doesn't stay there, he inherits the faith of his parents. He lives because of it, because they're willing to to have faith that God's promise to increase and multiply them and bring them to the promised land is more powerful than the edicts of Pharaoh. Because they believed this, Moses was born and Moses was rescued. And so faith matters. People live and die depending on the faith of God's people. And so what happens is that when Moses is born, they see that there's something special about him, either that he's beautiful or healthy. I'm not sure exactly what it was they saw, but they see that there's something going on here. And so they decide to hide him. 
Okay, so already by faith, they are um, disregarding the edict of Pharaoh, and they are breaking the law, and they're keeping this child alive by faith. And then we know the rest of the story. Um, When the child gets too old, they put him in a basket, and they hide him in the river, and he's found by Pharaoh's daughter. And by the providence of God, Pharaoh protects and feeds what will soon be the downfall of Egypt, this Israelite boy who was born because of the faith of his parents. So what's this saying to us? Um, There are many different situations that Christians live in. Some Christians live in times and countries where the rulers and the governors are very favorable to true faith. Sometimes they live in situations where the rulers and the governors are not favorable at all to true faith. And the author of Hebrews is writing to people where it looks like the government or the governors are going to oppress you, take your stuff, are going to misuse laws or pass laws against you. And so they, it can be very frightening. It can be very stressful. It can be very oppressive. And it can seem so easy just to kind of go along with it and hide. But the author of Hebrews through the life of Moses, saying right from the very start, people who believe that God's power and his presence and his promises are more powerful than Pharaoh's edicts, see the faithfulness of God. That's what we were supposed to learn from this. People who believe that God's promises are more powerful than Pharaoh, they act differently than other people, and they see the faithfulness of God. So this is really powerful. This is really powerful. And we can see that I think, I'm not sure exactly what happened, but Aaron must have also been rescued in some sense because Aaron's an older brother. And so, you know, something went on here. This family was having boys in a time when it was hostile against Hebrew sons. And so we're supposed to hear this today. And if you, it doesn't take long before you can think of some way that the larger culture is quite hostile to Christians or quite hostile to children. And these scriptures talk to us and say, faith will think and act differently than the broader culture and the rulers that are hostile to God's ways, his will, his law, and his um, promises. Faith will act differently. Faith will take risks. Faith will not... um, fear edicts or laws, faith will act in a certain way to see the promises fulfilled and to see life come into the world. And so this is a real deal. This is a real scripture that speaks to our situation, not exactly the samely, but in a really particular way and calls us to live by faith. So we need to get with the Lord and say, God, how can I live by faith in my situation? In some ways, there's lots of freedom for us. In some ways, there's lots of pressure against us. How can I be a true faith-filled Christian following you? How can I live above fear of the edicts of kings or of culture makers or of celebrities? How can I live above fear of this by faith and walk the walk that will see your promises come and your kingdom come and your will be done? And amen. Be blessed, everybody.